Welcome in on this Tuesday to everybody on the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. We're glad to have you all throughout the great state of Wisconsin, whether you're in Viroqua, Menominee, Marinette, our uh, great affiliate up there, WDUZ uh, in Green Bay. You go to Shano, Clintonville, Marshfield, all the way down to uh, Platteville. Everywhere in between, our good friends over there in Milwaukee and the Big 920, and uh, obviously our flagship station out in uh, Madison, Wisconsin, which is the zone. And uh, good to have everybody on. So a lot to get to today. Uh, you heard in the first hour of the program, Matt LaFleur um, get very frustrated very quickly. And I put a poll question up. Uh, and I thought, well, you know what? I'll I'll kind of take the pulse. And it may not it, – it, up in Green Bay, it may piss people off. I really don't care. Because it's just a it's, – it's merely asking for the perceptual question of Matt LaFleur is doing a lot of dancing when it comes to David Bakhtiari. This is twice now he's gotten – very frustrated at the questions. Okay, come on. And it, there's not a direct answer in there. Now, I get it when it comes to an injury. He's injured. Okay. When did the injury happen? Because we were just told by David Bakhtiari, which is what I can't believe nobody followed up with. I mean, when you're talking about the interview, the post-game interview in the locker room um, uh, after the Bears game, he was basically saying, see, I, I told you so. I don't need to practice. Quit worrying about me practicing. Just keep the knee healthy and good and feeling good for, for Sunday's game. He spoke not about anything bothering him injury-wise on Wednesday, but for almost 20 minutes about turf fields. Went on the Rich Eisen show and talked about turf fields. Knowing this turf field was on the horizon, uh, then on Saturday night, Rasheed Walker gets a call from David saying, you're playing, I'm not. You know, now the knee could swell up. Maybe it happened on Thursday or Friday. Okay. I can go along with that. But that's a difference from injured to swelling. I just, it, there's, look, you can believe it on its face. And that's fine. And you really, other than David Bakhtiari saying something different, nobody has any proof of anything. But I'll say this. In all the talks about all the injuries, about all the guys that are banged up, he talks about Elton Jenkins very calmly. Yeah, he's got the MCL, and, you know, we don't know how long he's going to be and this and that. Okay, that very forthcoming. Other injuries, very forthcoming. You know, Aaron Jones got the hamstring. We want to take it easy with him. We want to make sure that he's ready to go for the remainder of the season, on and on and on. Hey, David and the knee. I, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Come on. <laughs> Come on. You don't need to be a rocket scientist, right? Nobody does. So I just put it out there, perceptually, or the uh, the Twitter poll, you know. Do you kind of believe what's going on? Or do you think that there is something else happening here? And I think it's uh, I think it's relatively legit, to be honest with you. So it's um, it's the poll question, and it's out there. I put it over on, uh, put it over on Twitter. You can find it. Uh, 62 votes already in. Uh, 51.6% of you believe that Bakhtiari chose not to play. 29%, yeah, he's hurt, and 19% say they're undecided. So, and that's fair. That's fair. You give out all the options, you're good to go. 877-867-167. In the meantime, the questions still linger. Defensively speaking, why can't you stop the run? Now, there's a lot of different things that go into this. I thought Andy Herman of the Pack-A-Day podcast, if you have not seen it, go find Andy Herman and, uh, and look. And uh, he posted... <laughs> He posted a video um, of uh, uh, Darnell Savage 
and he posted a video of Darnell Savage running away from tackling. Running away from it. If you haven't seen it, uh, it's it's pretty uh, it's 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 pretty. How do I put it? it it's it's kind of damning looking, to be honest with you. When you talk about run defense, and uh, you know when he posted, I'm like, wow, that's that's really that's kind of ugly. That's kind of ugly. Um, he also talked about uh, Joe Barry and the defensive woes and all that kind of stuff. So if you haven't seen it yet, uh, go find it. Andy Herman in the Packaday podcast, and you can see his stuff there. But he posted a video. I was watching that earlier today. I'm like, wow, that's just – it is literally like uh, the guy coming at you is on fire, and you don't want to see it. Uh, it says, uh, Jair Alexander had absolutely zero interest in run defense on Sunday, some embarrassing reps on tape. And one of them specifically is he he's just running away. He's just running away from the tackle. Horrifically embarrassing. I'm actually going to retweet that. There you go. So it's out on Twitter for you, so you don't have to find it. Just follow me. But so that's part of the problem. For as much as you want to blame Joe Barry, that's embarrassing. You got a guy that's supposed to come up, and and you're talking about eleven guys getting to the ball and gang tackling and such, and you're watching, you know, Bijan Robinson run with two and three guys, and you need another guy or two to you know kind of drag, drag him down, and you got Jair kind of keeping everybody away from him, you know, and dancing. That's embarrassing. Uh, hopefully, they posterize that on film and just say, "Here you go. Here's the reason why you can't commit to tackling." I get it. You've had a shoulder injury in the past. Okay. Maybe you just throw your body out there a little bit different then. Uh, 877-867-1670, The uh The other question here is you've got uh, some 0-2 teams right now that are out there in the National Football League, and um, you've got some quarterbacks that are not playing good football. you got an 0-2 New England team with Mac Jones. you got an 0-2 – um, you got an 0-2 Cincinnati team with Joe Burrow. And, uh, his, boy, I tell you what, what they did in Cincinnati, they rushed him back. And he did too, but they rushed him back to on that calf injury. And I kept telling my buddies down in Cincinnati, I, I wouldn't play him. Are you kidding me? It's a, it's a, it's a you know, divisional game. I said, I wouldn't play him. Wouldn't play him. I'd make sure calf injuries. We saw it with Rodgers. Once he had it, it got it, it just never healed throughout an entire season. It never healed. And Burrow had a chance for the first two games, three games of the year to let it heal, and it just never healed. And now he's dealing with it again. Now he's going to deal with it all season long. Now it's going to be a hindrance. And there's been 23 in recent history, there's been 23 teams to start the season 0 and 2. Only one of them has made the postseason. And that was, oddly enough, Cincinnati back in 2020. But, I man, I just what, what a dumb decision by Zach Taylor. Uh, the Houston Texans are 0-2. The Chargers are 0-2. The Broncos are 0-2. Uh, the Vikings are 0-2. The Bears are 0-2. The Panthers are 0-2. The Cardinals are 0-2. Out of all of these teams, out of all of these teams that have started 0-2, how many of those teams would you take their quarterback over Jordan Love? Think about that for a minute. Kyler Murray? No. 
Bryce Young, he's young. He's kind of looked apart at times, but no, I don't think so. Was never a big fan of his anyway. Justin Fields? Justin Fields looks like a horse's ass. He's terrible. Bill, did you see, and I'm not sure I disagree with you about Justin Fields, but I think there's a lot of problems in Chicago. Did you see the end of the Buccaneers game? People were making cut-ups to post on Twitter. The Bears ran the same screenplay three times in a row. And on the third Uh time, that's when they caught the pick six. Shaq Barrett caught it and ran it in. They ran the same screenplay three times in a row. That's Luke Getze. He's the uh, he's the former quarterback guru in Green Bay for one Aaron Rodgers. Now you got to wonder, and, and and that's that's a whole other like offshoot, like another road or cul-de-sac to go down. When you talk about how many careers did Aaron Rodgers cover up? You know what I mean, Bill. I brought this up on my show. It had to be the last two or three weeks. You know, you talk about what makes Aaron Rodgers special and like what what are the things that Aaron Rodgers did better than anyone else compare him to Tom Brady and Favre before him I honestly think Aaron Rodgers best trait was making like Jarrett Boykin a good wide receiver and making this making Nathaniel Hackett uh, an offensive coordinator that that got a head coaching job like the way Aaron Rodgers lifted up those around him and raised the floor of his team I don't know if we appreciated it in the time and I feel like we talked about it at the time I, I still think we didn't appreciate how much he lifts up everyone else around him or how much he did for years and years you know, I, I agree. I when you know, because Luke Getze was highly thought of. Now, Aaron Rodgers will say how smart, intelligent, how you know easy it is to talk to and break things down with Nathaniel Hackett. He talked about the positivity of Tom Clements, and, and I agree with all of that. But you look at Nathaniel Hackett in the game that he just had Zach Wilson, knowing he's going into a game against one of the top-ranked defenses in the National Football League. And he still runs a very similar offense to what Aaron Rodgers would have run. It's like, no, you, you you can't do that. He's not Aaron Rodgers. You know, you're not protecting him on the continuum. You only ran 40-something plays in that contest. But you, I think when you ran, you know, 12 and 13 packages you to protect him, you, you didn't do him any favors. You only did it like 10 times, I think, in the entire game when I go back and start to hear some of the statistics regarding that Jets performance against, you know, the Dallas Cowboys and, and Micah Parsons just ate him up and he was coming from everywhere and you didn't have an answer as an offensive coordinator. So now I'm questioning Nathaniel Hackett and his stupidity because you can't run the same offense with Zach Wilson, for God's sakes. And Luke Getze, who's supposed to be a guru coming out of green Bay, worked with the intellect of Aaron Rodgers, And now he's supposed to raise up, the dredged at the bottom of the sea ship that is Justin Fields in his mentality, who just seems to be an idiot. He can't even read a read a defense and even see his guys open at this point. And you're trying to keep him in the pocket. You're you're not putting him out on the run where he's more athletic and it can at least give you some advantage. And you're having him stand there in these nonchalant dropbacks, and he can't even see the field. The guy, as it was stated to us, the guy is not a Mensa meeting member. In other words, the guy's a box of rocks. He's he's an athlete with an arm, and okay, whatever. He can go run around. Well, that's what you picked, and that's what you're getting. That's what you're seeing. This is a third year for this guy. He looks terrible. So you start looking at some of these other quarterbacks and where they're at. Now, Kirk Cousins, okay, you know, pretty good, uh, pretty good quarterback. He's had some success in the league. He's got one postseason victory. That's it. So would you take Kirk Cousins over Jordan Love? 
at this point, I I think Kirk Cousins is a more knowledgeable, more veteran, more seasoned quarterback with a little bit left in that tank. I uh, probably would if you're having to win games today. Russell Wilson, no, no. Justin Herbert, how they how Staley keeps his job out there, I have no idea. But the uh, Chargers, who went toe-to-toe with two in company in week one, lose again this past week, and they are now sitting at 0-2. Justin Herbert, maybe. Uh, C.J. Uh, Stroud, too way way too early to tell. Uh, that, that Houston Texans organization is a train wreck. And then you got Mac Jones, and I wouldn't take Mac Jones over Jordan Love. Um, I mean, they were trying to, don't forget, uh, very subtly in the offseason, shop Mac Jones around to see if there was any takers for him because Bill Belichick doesn't like him. I, which I think Bill Belichick has done you know, that franchise no service since Tom Brady left and bringing in Matt Patricia as an offensive coordinator and now Bill O'Brien, and he's a, he's a box of box of idiot rocks too. But he, he hasn't done anything. He's always kept a pretty solid defense and a hold on that. But offensively speaking, they have not been able to do anything close to – I thought really the first year of Mac Jones making him into something and actually contending for a postseason spot, I really thought, boy, that – that was probably Bill Belichick's one of his best coaching jobs, I thought. And then since then, it's been this this regression. And, uh, boy, that's been uh, somewhat disappointing to see. But, again, you go back to how many careers do great quarterbacks cover up incompetency in the NFL when it comes to coaches, true coaches in the National Football League. And now you got to wonder how many, how many guys did Aaron Rodgers cover up. You know, you can't – Mike McCarthy actually has done a decent job in Dallas – from where that team was to where where they've gone to to where they are today. But also, you know, he's now, you can't say it, but he's now got a terrific defense. His quarterback can play a little more free, doesn't have to worry about turning the ball over because he's got a defense that can take it away. And he's got some smash-mouth guys that can go back him up so you can play a little bit more free. He's got a complete team down there. But still, Mike McCarthy's rebounded, and he's he's looked pretty smart. He's done pretty well. For Dallas, even though they haven't won a championship and they've been bounced by San Francisco the last couple of years. But he's he's looked okay. But for the most part, you know, I don't know how many quarterbacks I would take right now over Jordan Love. You know, obviously some of the superstars I would. Burrow, I would, you know, I, I would take Joe Burrow in a heartbeat over Jordan Love and certainly some of the other ones. But, you know, man, when you talk about the 0-2 teams to where they are and what's going on, it's – I think the learning curve is going to be a little bit uh, a little bit further down the road than maybe what we thought. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. And the other thing to think about, too, is if this defense doesn't get any better, how long is this season going to be? In reality, how long is it going to be? Your left tackle's picking and choosing basically what games he wants to play in. Uh, you've got your right or your left guard is now down with a knee injury. Um, you did have going into the season a pretty deep offensive line and, and depth back there, so you're not you're not overwhelmed by injury at this point. You've got your starting wide receiver who can't find his way under the under the damn field because he's always hurt. You've got uh, you know a quarterback that is still learning terminology, even though it's his third year in this system. He can't figure out the right words to yell out on a quarterback sneak and looks like a drunken bear falling through a door. And you got a defensive coordinator who wants to play soft zone coverage for the most part. And when they do play man, they don't check properly. Or they've got guys that just don't want to commit to tackling. And, and if the commitment's not there, then your defense is only going to be adequate at best. That, that that's, a, that's a lot to absorb, man. That's a lot to absorb. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there. Robert Specialty Meats. Always, uh, you'll never go wrong there because there's always a positive commitment there. And that's Robert Specialty Meats down in Waukesha. Sunset Drive in Waukesha. 
and go to robertspecialtymeatswaukesha.com. And whether it's for the Al Capone roast, the brats, the sausages, whatever it happens to be, or the ribs on a stick, they've got the, uh, the uh, garlic parm marinated chicken skewers as well, and it's ribs and tenderloin, terrific steaks, chops. They've got it right there at Robert Specialty Meats. He is your hometown butcher. Go to robertspecialtymeatswaukesha.com. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. What's better than a Packers win? Well, how about celebrating a Packers win behind the wheel of a brand new 2023 Chevy Colorado Trail Boss? Right now at Quick Trip, for every dollar you spend with Quick Rewards, you'll earn a Packers point with our Quick Rewards Packers points. Then, with your Quick Rewards app, spend points for your chance to win amazing prizes throughout the season, like a Chevy Colorado Trail Boss. Kick off your winning season with Quick Rewards Packers points, only from Quick Trip. See quicktrip.com slash sweepstakes for details. Good to have you back to Bill Michael's show. We uh, we're rocking on. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If uh, you want to give us a call, you can. Uh, talking about different quarterbacks in the National Football League and offenses and such. By the way, the Packers, uh, via Pro Football Focus, overall rank, rank right now 18th, 18th in the National Football League. 18th. Uh, when it comes to the pass game, they rank 26th. And um, when it comes to the run game, uh, they rank a 20th. Overall, offensively speaking, total defense, Packers rank 17th. Packers rank 17th. They rank 25th against the run. And um, their their run defense, uh, they have, by the way, their pass rush is much better so far. Top 10 pass rush, ranked 10th right now. And when it comes to their coverage, uh, they are ranked 9th overall. But overall defense, not great right now. And we said all along that you need this team to be a, a top 10 team. You, you you need this team to be a top ten team at the at minimum. As far as quarterbacks go, uh right now, um well, I'm going I'm looking for uh Jordan Love ranks twenty seventh overall right now. Twenty seventh in pass pass uh capability. Overall offense, Jordan Love ranks 24th right now in the National Football League. 24th. So, it's not up there. 27th in pass. And as far as the run offense goes and operating the run offense, uh, believe it or not, he's fifth best uh, in uh, operating the run offense. So, there you go. So when it comes to touchdowns and such, though, um, when it comes to, you know, throwing the football, he's been pretty good. 
He's been pretty good. Jordan Love, by the way, leads the National Football League. He's got six touchdown passes, him and Kirk Cousins, followed only by, believe it or not, Russell Wilson, Jared Goff, and then Tua and a, a bunch of other ones down the line. Who knew that Jordan Love, I mean, if you got Jordan Love in fantasy, Jordan Love turned out to be pretty positive when it comes to fantasy. He's averaging, though, yards per attempt, uh, 7.6 yards per attempt, which is uh, eighth best in the National Football League. Uh, via the completion percentage, though, not where you want it to be. He is 32nd, 32nd in the National Football League right now. 877-867-1670, Coming up in a few minutes, we are going to talk with Rob Reichel. And uh, we're going to get Rob's opinion on the floor, the defense, the offense, the David Bakhtiari thing. We're going to, we're going to talk about all of that. And love getting Rob on. Rob is uh, a lot like myself in the word, in terms of brutally honest uh, about a lot of stuff. So we're going to get into all that discussion coming up here in just a little bit. So stay tuned for that. But, yeah, when you start to look at all these different numbers and you really start to break it down, yeah, it's uh, – uh, you can tell that the downfield game is not there uh, when you start to talk about pass plays and such over, over uh, 20 yards, your pass completion over 20 yards, which is basically nothing. Um. And uh, when it comes to having drops, um, it's not like he's got a lot of drops to his name. Um, Jordan Love is 18th overall. There's been two passes that have been officially labeled drops right now. And throwing the ball under pressure. um, Trying to see here a couple of different more telling statistics uh, the, the dropback rate and the under-pressure passes, he's been pretty good. He's 15th overall in the National Football League, and that's right in the middle of the pack, which is not bad. So he's delivering the football when he's under pressure. It's just the downfield connections just have not been there. The downfield connections just have not have not happened for this team yet. So completion percentage is kind of low, and then you want that obviously to come up. But for the most part, it hasn't been bad. It hasn't been great. Um, certainly the touchdown passes, the fact that he has not been throwing interceptions, uh, is certainly wonderful, you know. The number one thing that you want to do is protect the football. When you look at some of the other guys, you know, Jordan Love right now, uh, along with a host of other guys that have not thrown picks, Cooper Rush, Jake Browning, um, who else? Uh, Brock Purdy has not thrown one. Joshua Dobbs, Dak Prescott, Geno. Some Dak Prescott's number zero right now, two touchdowns and zero interceptions. Uh, where Jordan Love is six touchdowns, zero interceptions. But C.J. Stroud, a couple of touchdowns, no picks. So some of these guys. But you look at a guy like Zach Wilson, who's already thrown four on the season. Jimmy Garoppolo already has thrown three. Ryan Tannehill, one touchdown and three picks so far this season. Daniel Jones has thrown three. Fields has thrown three. Pickett has thrown three. Josh Allen has thrown three. So you start to look at some of these numbers and you go, whoa, wait a minute. Tua has thrown a couple. Patrick Mahomes has thrown two. But uh, Jordan Love, six touchdowns, no picks. So protecting the football, he's been extremely good at, without a doubt. 877-867-1670. Let's do this. We'll uh, step away. We'll come back. We'll take a quick break, and uh, we'll talk to Rob Reichel uh, from Forbes.com, and we'll get into that discussion. We'll talk about all the stuff that you and I have been discussing so far this morning when it comes to Matt LaFleur, the discussion of Bakhtiari, the defense, offense, um, you know, some of the injury situations and such. Hey, I want to remind you that our friends – over there in uh, La Crosse, whether it's La Crosse or Trempeleau, Monroe, Vernon Counties, whatever, uh, every plumbing and heating 
And this is the time when you want you want to start calling them up and saying, hey, I need to get my home inspected. I need to get my my furnace, my boiler checked out, you know, because we know that the cold weather is starting to come and you want to get it done now before you actually need it. You'd rather get it done, clean, filters changed, all that kind of stuff before you actually need it. Plus, if you've got a construction going on and you're thinking, man, you know, I wouldn't mind working in the garage this year. I wouldn't mind having, you know, say some, you know, heated floors or something to that extent. They can do that as well. Uh, every plumbing and heating in La Crosse, Trempolo, Monroe, Vernon, Jackson counties located in on Alaska. Call Craig and the gang, 608-783-2803, 608-783-2803. Rob Reichel, Forbes.com, Talking Packers, next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Buckle up. It's all systems go at Pottawatomi. Plug in to high wattage play and you could win an all-electric BMW i7. Play now through September with your club card. Prize drawings on Thursdays. There's a shocking $800,000 in total prizes on the line, including the luxury BMW i7. It's time to electrify your drive. Only at Pottawatomie Casino Hotel. More info at paysbig.com BMW. Must be 21 years old and a club member to play. Good to have you back. Bill Michael show continuing on. Bring him in now. Conley Media. He's written numerous books regarding the Green Bay Packers. Rob Reichel now joining us, Forbes.com as well. So, uh, Rob, let's let's start with the uh, giant pink elephant in the room, and that is the David Bakhtiari uh, saga. And, uh, you know, Matt LaFleur very calmly talks about other injuries, such as Elton Jenkins and Lucas Van Ness and Aaron Jones and such. Uh, but when it comes to asking a question about Bakhtiari, you talk about inflamed, man, he gets, he gets mad. He doesn't want to talk about it. You know, he's doing all the dancing he could possibly do. Give me your thoughts on this. Yeah, Billy, he's like a two-year-old that just had his blocks taken away from him, isn't he? It, 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 it is remarkable that, it, and, and you hit just what many of us in the media have talked about for the last 48 hours. It's clearly, you know, a, a sticking point right now with Matt Lafleur. It's clearly a source of irritation and and agitation when the name David Bakhtiari comes up, and it it does make you wonder, yeah, uh, you know, exactly what that relationship is like with with him and his him and his left tackle. If if that's become you know a bigger distraction than any of us know about behind closed doors, what the Packers are thinking in terms of his future could it end sooner than later? All those things are obviously. Um, you know, uh, items that are that are on the table and, and, and to be discussed. And boy, I, you know, I'm, I'm telling you, Bill, they've they've been trying to figure this out, you know, for two plus years now since he since he tore that ACL on December 31 of of 2020, New Year's Eve. Um, you know, in the, in the middle of that playoff run, and and we're, Christ, Billy, we're at at what here? You know, 34 months or something. 33 right. months on, on this injury. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. He's, he's had the four surgeries since then. Um, it obviously hasn't gotten better to the point, you know, where, where he can play a game on, on Sunday. The Packers insist that if that was um, a grass game, he still wasn't going to play. But 
He's got his goofy brother tweeting different things and stuff like that. It's no, it's 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 a soap opera. It's a saga. Um, I I don't I, I have never seen Matt Lafleur like that, Bill, and, and that's what's so interesting. Matt Lafleur typically doesn't say a whole lot, Bill, but he, but he's a really calm presence for the most part at the microphone. Um, but this undoubtedly has has set him off on on consecutive days after the game on Sunday where he was short and snippy, and then yesterday where he threw a borderline temper tantrum. Um, when when he was pressed on it a little bit by a couple media members, so it's it's uh, it's it's one of the weirder stories we've seen at Green Bay Bill in a long long time. So let me ask you: Do you think David Bakhtiari just decided I'm not playing on a turf field? Oh, I can't speak for David Bill. I don't even want to try to get inside his head. Um, certainly, his you know all his actions and his words after the Aaron Rodgers injury. Um, could lead you to conclude that and, and go down that path if you choose. Uh, we're, we're playing a little bit of Oliver Stone there without any concrete answers by by taking that that jump and, and that step. I, I you know I I do think for the most part David Bakhtiari is is a gamer and a team guy. I mean the Packers are saying it, it you know it's swelling in the knee, uh, which certainly could come up from from that injury. Again, only they know behind closed doors. Bill, I, I don't I don't want to take that leap and and say that David quit on this team because if that's the case, you've got a whole other set of problems on your hands. Right. And now, now to me, Billy, there's there's almost no doubt. Now, you know, if that is the case, and again, only the Packers and their medical people right now know that. But if that is the case, you've got to get them out of town. Yeah, that it, which again, that sets an unbelievably horrible precedent, and that's that was part of the discussion. Now, uh, the other side of the coin is the defense, and uh, boy, uh, you talk about a defense that was supposed to be fixed. Uh, they have, uh, you know, bolstered that defensive front. Quay Walker, seventeen tackles, has gotten better, and they want to promote all that stuff and say, "Look at this." But the bottom line is, they still can't stop the run. Uh, give me your thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's been the the theme song since Joe Barry arrived in in twenty twenty one, and you know, Bill the. Joe Barry didn't show up exactly with a glamorous resume in the first place, right? He, you know, he, he, he was a flop in Detroit. Things didn't go well in Washington. Uh, it, it wasn't one of those guys like Rich Passaccia where you give him the benefit of the doubt based on a, a, a stellar resume from his past experience and his past stops where his units excelled, much like Passaccia did in these other places. And, um, you know, that things were okay. I would say for Barry in, in 2021, they, they were in, they were ninth, I think, in total defense, but they did allow four seven a carry on the ground. Bill, that number ballooned last year to five, um, and they and they fell into the twenties in a lot of key statistical categories, and they couldn't get pressure on the quarterback and couldn't get any sacks. Now, part of that is Rashawn Gary missing half the season, but they still had people, and there's there's ways to get to the quarterback beyond Rashawn Gary, like you said. This should have been fixed coming into the season. They invest another first round draft pick in it. Even the other day, Bill, you know, you've got a situation where Barry's trying everything. He, they can't get it done with a three and four man defensive line early. He adds additional defensive linemen. They're, they're, they're going monster jumbo packages and they're still getting gashed on wide zone plays because they, you know, they, they lose contain and they, and they can't get to edges as quick as D. John Robinson was getting there. Um, it's not just a personnel problem, Bill. It, it's a coaching problem. It, it, it's been the same song and dance since, since this guy showed up. I think Matt LaFleur took a remarkable leap of faith to bring Joe Barry back for year three. Um, it, it 
doesn't appear like a lot of this stuff is fixed. Now, we're only two games in. That's, what, 12% of the season, Bill, so there's a lot of time to, to get things corrected. And, you know, they were okay in the Chicago game for the most part outside of, you know, fields getting loose a couple of times. Uh, but, but the way they finished that game, Bill, that should have been a game on Sunday, uh, especially on the offensive side of the football where you know you don't have Christian Watson and Aaron Jones and David Bakhtiari, three of your ten best players on the football team, where the defensive guys and the special teams, the like Keyshawn Nixon, for example, um, you know, the defensive players go primarily step up and say, this is a game that's on us. If, 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 you know, if, if we're going to leave Atlanta with a win, it might be ugly. It might be a 14-12 kind of game like the Packers had last year in Tampa Bay. But the defense had to be the unit on, on Sunday to, to go win that football game, Bill. And the offense did more than enough putting 24 points on the board and taking a 12-point lead in the fourth quarter. But again, the same movie that we've seen so many times that, that, that Joe Barry is, is, is the director and the producer of, it's, it's, it's a pretty ugly movie at the end of the day, Bill, and, and that's exactly what happened. And, and so the, the seat gets even hotter for Joe Barry, and it's got to get hot on, you know, not for Matt LaFleur to lose his job, but Matt LaFleur deserves a lot of blame, Billy, if, if, if this goes south and continues to go south for bringing back his buddy instead of trying to get somebody else in there to run this defense. Um, offensively, uh, you know, I know you lose Elton Jenkins, no David Bakhtiari, I understand all of that, but for the most part, it wasn't as if Jordan Love was under siege and, you know, you don't have Aaron Jones, one of your best weapons. They tried to run the football with AJ Dillon and clearly he just, he doesn't run with that reckless abandon anymore. He tiptoes and dances and can't even fall forward for three yards, but offensively, They've kind of struggled, even though we, we look at the numbers and you say, you know what, six touchdowns, no interceptions. They've been able to score over 20 points a game. It's not bad, but you're just kind of waiting for this thing to bust open a little bit. And to me, it's just a, a lack of downfield game right now. They just haven't been able to connect consistently downfield. What do you think is uh, kind of stagnating this offense a little bit? Well, I'm not sure I'd agree with the term stagnating. What, what they do have, what, 62 points in the in the two games, and, and I get it. It was against the, the worst team in the NFL from a year ago in Chicago, and, and, and Atlanta was a bottom 10 team in the league last year. But, you know, they are averaging 31 points a game without far and away their most explosive wide receiver, who's a complete game changer in terms of clearing space for everybody else in the middle of the field because he runs a 4-2-8, 40-yard dash. And eight to ten times a game, they're just going to tell him to go long and, and, and clear out space, and, and that opens so many other things up for, for other players. Um, the Aaron Jones one was critical, obviously, on, on Sunday, Bill. He's, you know, what, while Watson is undoubtedly your most explosive player, Aaron Jones is just your best player, period, on offense. And, and to not have him on the field hurt dramatically because I, I think we're all a little shocked right now at, at the decline of – of AJ Dillon and, and and I'm not sure you know any of us really saw this coming and at least how he's run the first couple of games it's nothing like the AJ Dillon we saw in, in 2021 and and I don't know if he's thinking too much about a contract bill or he's actually just lost some things but he he's nowhere near the same player that showed up in Green Bay uh, back in the 2020 draft and and was given a chance to you know become Aaron Jones the sidekick in in 2021. Um, Bill, I, I think for the most part, Matt LaFleur has scripted some pretty clever and, and innovative and, and, and respectable game plans to, to start this season, being in without Watson and then Jones and, and Bakhtiari on Sunday. Um, and, and again, I think the offense is, is held up its end of the end of the donkey, so to speak. They, they, they've done more than enough for this team to, to be 2-0. and 
And Bill, I even said back in the summer and, 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 and really after the draft, when you saw how young this team was going and trending, that it was going to be a work in progress. The, the, the Packers you saw the first eight games weren't going to be nearly as good or as, as explosive as the Packers you saw in the last eight games and or nine games, I guess, in today's 17-game schedule, Bill. Uh, but but what you've seen for the most part, how, how they started the year, I know they didn't have a ton of total yards the other day, but Love has been remarkably in control, hasn't made any mistakes, has rarely been touched, even with that makeshift offensive line the other day, Bill. He was only sacked the one time. Um, you know, I, I think the offense has done more than enough. The reason this team is water one right now is because of defense. Good stuff as always, Rob. Hey, real quick before I let you go, uh, not kicking a 56-yard field goal, I don't know if I necessarily bought Matt LaFleur's excuse as to why he didn't, thinking it was too long after watching him drill a 52-yarder in Chicago three-quarters of the way up the net. That would have been good from 70. Did you find that a little bit interesting also? Very odd. Very odd. I mean, there's a reason that kicker is on your roster. You know, a year ago, I get it. Mason Crosby has a very low percentage on on that kick. And, um, you know, while Carlson has been semi-inaccurate through the course of the summer and in practice, he actually has stepped up and and in preseason games and and in that game in Chicago, you know, he's been really good. The numbers that that matter the most and and that's why you brought him to town was because he has he has an absolute cannon for a leg I, I don't know if Matt LaFleur had a flashback to, to 2020 and and forgot who his kicker was for a second and thought Mason Crosby was somehow standing on the sideline and not Anders Carlson but uh yeah you know for a guy who's all gas and no break and and like and, and, and likes to pump that line from time to time and act like this you know this, this tough guy who always wants to go for things in some real critical moments in his career, Matt Lafleur has has come up very small, and 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 that was kind of I I thought the other day, Bill, that that was a, somewhat of a cowardly move. Uh, that that is why Carlson is on your team. Instead, you punt the ball into the end zone. Your net is 18 yards, which which is laughable. And um, you know, not now you turn around and play defense again. So to me, Billy, that that was an epic fail on every yeah. single level possible. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm not not a fan of that move whatsoever. I completely agree. Rob, great stuff as always, but we'll pick your brain again real soon, okay? Always fun. Thanks, Bill. You guys have a great day. Absolutely, bud. Talk to you soon. There you go. That is our that is our guy, Rob Reichel from uh, Conley Media, and you can read his stuff there. At Rob Reichel, by the way, over on X, over on X, uh, ConleyMediaForbes.com. Numerous Packers books as well. You can catch his stuff there. Really, uh, really solid. Um, but I agree. I, I still I, I cannot fathom – as to why they didn't kick the field goal, which, you know, who knows? I mean, maybe they maybe they don't make it. I have no idea. But, man, it was like, poof. I couldn't figure that one out. Um, there, there's a couple of things that have been flying across uh, the live stream that I wanted to get to. And um, because I there's, – there's a couple of comments that were made, and I'm, I'm following it when we're sitting there talking to Rob, and I was reading some of the comments, and some things I wanted to talk about because – I think um, there are the green and gold glasses that uh, get passed around, and some people wear them, and um, in that particular facet, the team can do no wrong. And then there's others that are always pessimistic, always non-trusting, always disbelieving. And I think the truth lies somewhere in between. But there was one question that was posed, and and it's a legitimate question. And I want to deal with that when we come back. So I want to, for those that think that they don't matter over on the live stream, 
They do, and uh, we do pay attention to those comments. This portion of the program being brought to you by our friends over there at Kane and Kane Jewelers. They're in West Bend. They want to rock your world, and uh, we know that the holidays are coming up. We know that. It's right around the corner. We're going to get hit October, and then once you hit October, man, you're looking at Halloween parties, and then once you get past those uh, adult Halloween parties, bam, next thing you know, you're off to the holidays. You're off and running, because I already see Christmas stuff going up, believe it or not. Christmas stuff is going up in stores. So if you're going to start thinking about engagement rings, anniversary rings, wedding bands, replacements, upgrades, pendants, necklaces, earrings, whatever it happens to be, Kane and Kane Jewelers can help you out. And they can even do it via a private session. All you got to do is go to Kane, K-O-E-H-N, KaneJewelry.com, KaneJewelry.com, and you can set one up for yourself. Or just stop in. It's in West Bend. It is worth the trip to West Bend. Check them out for yourself. Andy Kane has a terrific podcast called Buy Like a Guy, and they do a lot of different stuff there as well. So check it out. Kane and Kane Jewelers, they want to rock you. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. What advice would you give somebody that you know that's window shopping? I'd have to say Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin plays at an MVP level in the replacement game. They came in ahead of time, measured all the windows, make sure they had all of the measurements. When the Pella people left, you had no idea they had been here. You just had the new window. They're great professionals, Gina, and some of the best in the world at what they do. Right now, pay as low as $19 a month per window or $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PellaWI.com today. Pella's team of expert installers start with an in-home consultation and finish with no hassle or mess, leaving nothing but perfect results that stand the test of time. Right now at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, pay as low as $19 per window and $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PellaWI.com today. $6.99 APR for 120 months. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offers end at 9-30-2023. Welcome back. Bill Michaels Show. Continuing on. And uh, I got, uh, during the commercial break, um, I'm kind of going over some of this stuff. And um, going off of the the uh, the live stream. And I'm kind of reading, you know, some of the, some of the comments regarding... David Bakhtiari and the questioning by the media and kind of putting the media down and saying bad questions. Uh, Matt LaFleur answered the question. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He, he, he said it's injured. But if you follow this and you don't put on your green and gold blinders, and again, I like Rob, I don't want to necessarily speak for David Bakhtiari. We're only looking at what evidentiary stuff we have in front of us. Bakhtiari said he was good. He was healthy last week. This week, suddenly it wasn't. Okay, something could have happened on Thursday or Friday or Saturday. We all know that. There could have been swelling, absolutely. Matt LaFleur is somewhat dancing around it. Okay? Uh, And, again, when you talk about other injuries, the injury to Aaron Jones, the injury to Elton Jenkins, the injury to Lucas Van Ness, the injury to other other players, 
it's a it's a calm discussion. You ask about David Bakhtiari, it becomes inflammatory. Okay, which is in and of itself eyebrow raising. But to say, uh, been there, done that, move on. It's like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He is your highest paid player. It was a big deal to get him back. And as Rob alluded to, it's like 36 months or something to that effect to get him back. And this is the guy that wagged his finger at everybody when they were questioning, and Mike Clemens questioned as well. You know, he missed family night. There's certain things that he did not participate in, which is a little odd. It's not to say that it can't happen because it can't, okay? But it was a little odd. And there's certain practices and certain days and certain things that you just do. And then he did not practice and then played really well against the, 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 the Chicago Bears. Right? Okay. After the game, did the whole, I told you so. Okay. Is the knee okay? Yes, it is. No problem. Monday night comes. Rodgers goes down. The next day, Rich Eisen show on Tuesday. Does a whole diatribe about turf fields. Wednesday, in front of the media, diatribe about turf fields. No mention of the knee swelling, no mention of draining. This whole thing about getting the drain, knee drained and this and that, and I saw somebody said it, it came up and it's been discovered. I went through a bunch of articles. I don't see it. I know there's been some talk about it. About, yeah, there were a time or two, but it, it's not like it's something that's happening on the continuum. So that, all of that's out. So there's a legitimate reason to ask about your highest-paid player, your starting left tackle on your offensive line, protecting what considered to be a rookie season quarterback. To say it's it's been there done that don't don't ask about it anymore would be erroneous because it is a big deal just like when they were asking about zach martin down in dallas when is he going to be back 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 he's he's one of your star offensive linemen so i just to make that clear for those that say i move on it no it's it's an issue and you want to know when you're going to be back to full strength he's part of that being back to full strength so just just to, just to clarify, two down, two to go. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up next.